0: We've kind of uh, gone through different yes, guys on leading and initiating, so um, for those of you guys that have been here every time, hopefully it be something different, but still as challenging and motivating to kind of keep us going in that direction of just kind of what I was talking about before. Uh, this is really a place for kind of those three categories I threw out, it, guys that have never been fathered before, but saying, hey, I just kind of what, what's that about? What does that look like? And um, then guys who are trying it and have, you know, tried and failed. And it's, you know, what does it mean to be fathered by God? Um, but maybe you've had some good success and are pursuing that. And then for guys that have truly been walking this pretty successfully day to day. And because uh, and and, that's the ultimate goal is really what I see it about. Is is God being able to father us individually? And that's how we were created and designed from the beginning. It's, that was that was God's God's idea that we be fathered, um, and so that that really should all all of those should point to that one ultimate direction of, of being able to walk with Him. So um, I'm just going to kind of get us going here for for a few minutes and kind of get some thought processes and heart stirrings to to get us in this mode of what I want to kind of, I guess, send us off in. I really just love to see how Jesus shows up um, each time on, on different times when I lead or bring something of, of questions and discussion. So, um, we'll just kind of dive in here and see what God's got for us. So, uh, let's open up in prayer. and Can you want to you want to pray for us? Sure. Lord, thank you for allowing us to come together tonight. We have the freedom and the liberty to uh, to come before you. And, Lord, that we are forgiven and washed by your blood. Lord, the life that you give us, we thank you that we are uh, just allowed to come together and gather as men. And, Lord, to, to have freedom in our country. Lord, to worship you freely. And we just pray that you'd open our minds and hearts to hear from you give us guidance and direction that you want us to see and that uh, we will just get new insight to what it is you want us to do man, just... thanks Kenny um, Yeah, th- just to throw it out this will be a one kind of throw it out to the group get some quick one sentence responses maybe a two sentence response of what is it so important about us to be discipled or mentored um, as men why, why is it Something that we should be pursuing, or maybe we're stirred to pursue. Um, what's some thoughts, real quick, for you guys in that area? Going back to what we we're talking about tonight. I think a lot of it deals with being successful. I mean, you want to succeed at being a man, being a father, mm. and so you want to look for someone else who's doing it well. Yeah. Yeah, we want to succeed as being a man. That's, that's a great aspiration. What else? advice and knowing that, hey, you're on the right track, you know, and that just, you know, speaks volumes. If we're in a relationship, people respected validated and, and given direction and, and those kinds of encouraged, those kinds of things, it just builds us up and, and got that. Yeah. That's good, Sean. Yeah. Being validated as a man. <laughs> that, you yeah. know, we're living it out, and and we're given that encouragement, saying, "Yeah, you're doing good." Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a healthy, godly man living out right there. So, good one. What else? For me, I guess. Uh, I'm at a point now where I'm kind of tired of making mistakes. I so like to talk to somebody who's maybe been there. You know, it's, it would be nice to have, you know, our, our earthly fathers really should set us up to have that that father-son relationship with our, our heavenly father. And of course we're all, you know, as dads, we all find out how much we fail in that and and we pray God's grace in that. So there's no perfect dad, and it would be great if God could author a specific book for each kid as they're coming of age. That dads could give and says, "Everything I didn't father you well in, read this. You'll do awesome." You know, if there was something like that, that would be that would be amazing. In some ways, there are. (laughs) You got the Bible. That's right. (laughs) But but uh, you know, we're gonna fall short as as men as in fathering our own children. Even though we, we're, we're aspiring to father them well. And I think the bottom line of why we, we so desperately need to be fathered and mentored is we're unfinished men. We are unfinished. There is, there is not a man sitting in this room or ever has sat in this room that says, yeah, I'm, I'm polished, I'm perfect, I'm finished. And there was only one man who did that, that walked this earth, and that was Jesus. And, and how, how desperately we need to have the, uh, the posture of being able to be fathered and have the environment for God to father us. And that can come in different capacities. Um, as, as an unfinished man, I think there's too often we find we get to a point we figure out I, we we kind of come to this agreement of I've got to have got to make life work on my own and that's the total fallen way. But I think we too often get to that point where we go, okay, I got to make life work. I got to do it on my own capacities, my own power, and that was completely of the fall. You know, the the curse of the, the thorns and thistles and labor and toil. That was completely that fallen part of me as a man wants to try and make life work by my own means, and God's saying, "Don't do that." Um, that's where that's that's my role. I want to make so you can you can make it as a man um, by my capacities, my fathering into strong things. Um, some of you may have tried to you know seek God to be fathered. And it's kind of been a trial and error. Uh, maybe you've gotten to a point you give up. Say, man, I've tried, I've prayed, I've asked God to come in and help me with this, strengthen me in this, guide me, give me an answer to this. And you just feel like you just, you know, your, your words aren't even getting to them. And I know I've been there a lot um, in my early unfathered years of trying to live out the Christian life as a man and just feeling like I'm failing, feeling like, man, I, I am not making it. And so I live my heart. I start to live my heart out of resignation and callousness. Of okay, I'm just going to do whatever it takes to feel, make myself at least look like I'm doing a good job. And that's uh, that's yeah, that's another story. I won't go down that. But uh, think of the areas in your life that you are easily angered, easily frustrated. Um, you want to check out. I don't want to go there. I see that look in my wife's eyes. It's that I want to talk look. Like I, I, I got to make an excuse to check out. Be silent. Think of those things in your life that you really that feel unfinished. That you really struggle in. These are unfathered places in your heart. These are unfathered places. That's a great litmus test right there. Think places where you get easily frustrated, easily angered you want to check out, you know, it's so much easier just to go kick on the football game and not engage with my family, not engage with my wife, um, checking out at work, whatever that might be, going to the bar afterwards and just, you know, doing whatever. There's a lot of different ways you can check out. Um, I think it's important to remember, you know, you mentioned the ball, and I think it's Sure. Think about it. When God created Adam, they had the perfect relationship. There was no sin There was no, nothing between Adam and God. They, you would think that that was the perfect relationship. What else could Adam need? But the way he created Adam, he needed something else. He needed that. He needed to. God created woman for but he goes on, through all through scripture to talk about how we're supposed to be encouraging each other, how we're supposed to be considering, how we can, how we can encourage each other in the same way, in that kind of way. He did not make us to figure these things out alone. He did not make us to figure these things out just between us and him. He made us to, made us to be dependent on each other and to be encouraging okay great no great point and i'm I'm gonna definitely hit on that real quick and those are some good discussion points bill to bring up here when we kind of break off into some smaller groups so thanks for uh thanks for bringing that up um, yeah, talking about the uh the the unfinished places in our hearts that are not fathered yet and and for me i've uh Fathering comes definitely in a lot of different ways, a lot of different capacities. Um, I was blessed, uh, I love construction and carpentry. I was blessed to have a guy that fathered me in carpentry. Um, He taught me a whole lot of what it is to to work in construction, and and that was kind of my springboard into me learning a lot more, and God even fathering me in those times where I don't know what I'm doing, but Lord, you know, point the way. And uh, he's success and failure in that for me, but um, construction sites i found are bring out my fallenness in a lot of ways. Sometimes I kind of come and I start talking to guys who are pretty competent in what they do and construction is pretty cut and dry so the guys come in and then sometimes they're a little cocky or whatever and I kind of you know, want to posture myself a little bit maybe and oh yeah I've done that and, and uh, I've learned through some humility humbling circumstances how not to do that but uh, a recent example would be um, we were putting in carpet in our house here. I've been building on um, here a couple months months back. And um, I, I did the the one humbling thing and asked the wrong person. Um, I've never done tax strips. And I thought, okay, I can save a few hundred dollars. I'll, I'll put in tax strips in all my house. And no big deal. I've seen it done before. It's like, you it can't be that hard, right? So uh, I asked. The lady at the Home Depot counter how to put in tack strips, and, uh, um, she says, okay, well, it's a quarter inch out from the wall, and just, you know, and I even went overboard, I used a lot of adhesive in the midst of nailing it, it was concrete slab. So, got everything nailed in, the guy comes in to lay the carpet, and instantly, you know, he's just kind of talking to talk, he knows what he's doing, he's a pretty savvy guy, so here I am, kind of making myself look good in the light of, uh, um, yeah, I know what I'm doing or yeah, I, I built most of this house and all these kind of prideful things start creeping up and and he says something due to the fact of well since you don't have your baseboard in you really should have moved it back another quarter inch or so from the wall uh, Just because you know, I'll make it work, but it, you know really was like oh well that was you know in my righteousness. Oh, that was that was how I was trained or that was the guy who told me how to do it this way or something like that instead of being humble and and just saying, oh yeah, I didn't realize that, and it was not. It was a posturing of pride. It was a posturing of, oh, I, I already had this. I know what I'm doing. Air about me, and instead of learning something new, instead of being fathered a little bit more and about it, put in tack strips for good carpeting. You know, I, I I easily missed it, and I pretty much I just lied to the guy. Um, and how easy it is for us to just posture, make it look like. I know what I'm good doing in life when I really don't. That's me. That's part of my my fallenness that I Jesus continue to work to, with me about doing. Um, throw out a couple scriptures here, and then we're gonna get into some discussion groups. Um, somebody want to look up Matthew six twenty four to thirty two. Matthew six twenty four to thirty two, and then the other scripture is Matthew seven. Nine to eleven. Does anybody have uh, Matthew six twenty four? Want to read that? Go ahead, Sheldon. Uh, 24 to 32, sorry. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Uh, the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to your span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, kind of sums up what he's talking about here is he puts a presentation of you're going to serve God, are you going to serve money are you going to serve God's system or are you going to serve the world's system is really what Jesus is saying and then he goes into and you notice there's eight questions that Jesus throws out in the next few verses um, and he's hitting on striving, worrying um, With some other things he hit on, how do I make life work? You know, so I don't have to, you know, be cold or not have food on the table for me and my family. All these things that God is going to take care of us in. And the questions he's hitting on are really a, a pull of saying, "Is God really good? Can you really trust Him to father you?" to to make your life successful as a man impacting as a man that you can make your way so there's those questions he's asked eight of them he's pulling on these guys hearts whoever's listening right there men and women he's pulling on their hearts it's an invitation to trust is what Jesus is, is, is striking up right there. Uh, what's the next scripture? Somebody had that one. Uh, Matthew 7, 9 to 11. You got that, Kenny? After you took a drink. <laughs> well, what man is there among you who, if his son asks him for bread, will you give him a stone? Or if he asks you for a fish, will you give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask Him? Yeah, and once again, uh, I think Jesus is asking a question that is so core to each of us as men um, that we are we are wired this way: Is are you? There's there's a Father who is good. Can you trust in Him? And he, Romans eight. Uh, verse 15 it talks about the the spirit of sonship that comes into our hearts crying Abba Father that's how we created God wired us to have a, a desperation um, a, a longing to be fathered by him to be in that relationship um, that unity that's, that, that's the fathering that that is, is, he is, he's presenting before us. it's available to each one of us. Um, yeah the core question of fall man is, is is God really good? When the fall happened, man that was, that was Satan's temptation. is God really good or is he holding out on you as a man? Is he holding out on you? Is he worthy to be trusted? Is his word really good? Yeah, and the answer is yes. But how do I get there? What does it mean to step into that and live that out day in and day out? Um, going back to uh, the posture of being fathered, and I've, I've had multiple fathers. I've been extremely blessed uh, to be fathered in all kinds of ways. I've, I've got a spiritual father um, in Al Scott. I've got... Um, trying to think my dad he's fathered me in a lot in how to work on cars uh, hunting fishing uh, those are some things my dad fathered me into I know a lot of what I know today about cars because of my dad and him helping me work on you know, my, my beaters whenever I was in high school and college Um guy that i mentioned earlier who uh gene who uh was a contractor and for years i worked under him i learned a, a lot in construction to this guy he fathered me in 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 so many different ways of just learning how to build things and build them well you know um and it can come in in casual ways uh bob Lundeen the tree guy um bought two and a half acres we've been putting a house on here a couple years ago and he lives just a couple miles down the road and he's been doing trees for 30 years and he knows trees and so he comes by my house every so once in a while and if nothing else i'm asking him questions bob you know i'm having trouble with this or wait what what about fertilizing or and he's just this old leathery stooped over guy but he's got a wealth of information about raising up trees you know it can come casually like that it can come through um books john eldridge has been a, a strong guy that's mentored me in a lot of ways it can come through speaking pastor brady um is is somewhat of a father in me has drawn out some good things um george MacDonald, uh the author who lived over a century ago um i can't get enough of his writing it's something in him that has fathered and stirred so much in me. And so, it's once again, it's that posturing of, can I receive? Can I, can I be in a place where I can um, not just figure think I've got it all figured out and, and be humble and then receive that, that truth that, that Jesus has for me there? Um, just wrapping up, um, this is some of the ways that God has been initiating me into being fathered by him. Um, like I said before, I've, I've done a, a lot of construction and carpentry, and I'm uh, pretty adept at doing a lot of things, but there's some things like tack strips that I'm not so good at or haven't ever done or never been showed how to do. And uh, I've picked up some, some tiling skills, but I've never tiled a backsplash. And our kitchen backspl- needed a backsplash, and I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. I finally, okay, I just got to do this. And I found myself kind of pushing myself Okay, I gotta get this done. I gotta, I gotta, you know. And I, and I, the joy of it was not there. I wasn't going into it, going, man, this is gonna look great. It was more of this chore. And I I stopped for a moment to say, Father, just, just come into this. Father, me and this, Um, because you know I have no joy in this. I don't want to do this. And I love working with my hands. I love creating things. And he says, Greg, go pull up DIY Network or YouTube. I said, yeah, I, I know tiling. I can probably do it okay. It's not that big a deal. He goes, no. Go pull it up right now. Went and pulled it up and, you know, DIY network. Six steps. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, this is easy. I can do this. And he goes, yeah, I know. But it was me in that posture of, am I going to be obedient to the God's promptings in that? And I, had a, I really enjoyed the tiling. <laughs> I'd never done it before, and I, it came out looking pretty good, except for uh You know, a rookie, and uh, but that's that's that posturing that God can bring us into, and fathering day by day, and even the things that you would think, oh, that's no big deal, but to me it was awesome because God was in it, He was there, and how much I desire my Father in Heaven to be looking down and involved in what I'm doing day to day. You know, so so much what Paul was talking about tonight. You might not have a Bible study at work, you might not talk about Jesus, but man, if, if if Jesus is in it, Father's in it. For the day what a good and great thing that is Um, so for sake of uh, sometimes you'll lose a lot if we kept this larger group and want to break up maybe into I don't know if you want to do two or three groups suggestions three let's go three groups and I got a couple of questions that kind of get things going, but maybe even more, better, there's some things that God might have spoke to you or stirred up in you that you want to throw out. And this gives guys a little bit more opportunity to take the rest of the time, just to dialogue and sift through some things, and uh, we just kind of go from there. So, got a table here, table here, and just want to do one back there. We have three groups. All right, and then uh, I got a few questions if. You guys need some stimulating things to to go on, you just uh, go ahead and dive in.